Game Boys. Hey, hey, hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux. I'm your host. And with me, as always, he's carrying a big bag of Oscars gold. It's Griffin Davis. That's right. Uh, I wrote, directed, starred, and uh, inspired Green Book. Yeah, Griffin wrote the Green Book, the notorious book, the book written by African-Americans in the 50s to determine place, safe places they could go. Griffin wrote the entire thing. Oh, man, I really wish I looked up what Green Book was before I made that joke. Well, the, the movie barely knows what the Green Book is either, so don't worry about it. All right. Yeah. Very nice. Well, then uh, Oscars are achievable for anyone. Yeah. No, you barely have to research your subject matter. Um, It's truly incredible, but... We're not here to talk about Oscar. We're here to talk about video games because well, that's what we no do. Vi- well, there was no video game movies at the Oscars this year, unfortunately. Um, there was a Spider-Man movie and there is a Spider-Man uh, video game. You're right. I guess Spider-Verse is the closest thing we've gotten to a video game movie at the Oscars in terms of like video game tropes and stuff. Yeah. Like, they, they have a diva mech in, Spider- in the Spider-Verse game. Oh, yeah, I know. There's a bunch of video game shout outs in that movie. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy that it won Best Animated. That movie was so fucking good. Uh-huh. Would have been a real travesty if it hadn't. Sure. Um, but we got to get one of those Overwatch shorts into the best animated Oscar category. <laughs> yeah, the Winston backstory. <laughs> we got to get the Winston backstory. Get out of we the way. Get... <laughs> Back off, bow the dumpling. Time for the Winston backstory to get its Oscar gold. Here's the trick to winning an Oscar for a short film. You have to have it star a child and that child has to like die or its friend has to die. So I think you get cast kid in there for Overwatch. And I think that him and Winston go on an adventure Winston dies, but is resurrected by Mercy and then Casket dies. Oh, wow. What a roller coaster. Yeah. Griffin. Anyways, Lux, what have you been playing this week? Let's pitch it to Blizzard Activision (laughs) now that they have 800 more job openings since everyone got laid off. Yeah, there's like floors of Blizzard that are just like empty cubicles. Yeah, I bet we could get our hands on one of those and pitch them some Overwatch content. Anyways, yeah. What about you sneak in and start working there? I've been playing Magic. The goddamn gathering. You've been gathering. You've I've, been gathering with other magicians. I've been gathering with other magicians. Uh, Shouts out to friend of the pod, Chris Monica. Um, also friend of the pod, Kyle Wyatt. And uh, mm-hmm. my roommate who has yet to be on the podcast. But we'll be one day, Patrick McSherry. The three of us have been uh, buying boxes and throwing down decks. And I'm loving it, man. I'm lo- Getting back into magic is so much fun. And having like adult with a job money where I can like buy a box of like 36 packs that's like, the thing is like it's you have to like slowly accumulate it. Right. Are you are you working with a deck that you've like built up over years or no, like what's so going what on? What I'm doing is a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this. I went to a draft with some of my friends and I accidentally sort of made one of like the core mechanic based decks of the of the set that's out right now. Like I didn't know anything about the set, but I kind of tripped, fell and landed on like one of the core decks. And so I won that draft. And so this time we three of my friends and I split a box and then did a draft and then split the rest of the packs. And I used the cards from those packs to build out the deck I had from the last draft. So now I have so how much, like how much money have you spent? Just out of curiosity, like how much is a card? Probably about a hundred. No, not even. Probably like fifty bucks total. Fifty bucks. Okay. Um, and that's gotten me not just one deck. That's got me my deck that's really tight. Plus, I have enough cards to make like two or three other decks that aren't going to be as good. I mean, every new video game is sixty five forty nine. So. It's like 50 bucks isn't that bad if you're playing it for like a long time, especially with other people. And like most board games are like 80 bucks these days. Yeah, big, big beefy board games right. are like 80 bucks. Like, I mean, yeah. Gloomhaven, my favorite game of la- my favorite board game from last year um, is an amazing game that everyone should play, mm-hmm. but it's $100. <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, and Monster Death, Death Monster, Hunter, Killer, whatever the fuck that game's called, is like 350 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, Lux, uh, this week uh, I've still been playing lots of Overwatch. 
Oh yeah, your quest to get, your quest to go plat. My quest to go plat is going on, but I've also just been playing with friends because that's an important part of Overwatch too. And I think that leads me directly to introducing our guest. He is a OG Game Boys uh, member. He was on one of the early, I think, first five episodes. Yeah, I think episode three, if I remember correctly. Welcome to the podcast again, Sam Brown. Hey, what's up, guys? Yes, hey, we're so, I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, Our I'm happy to be guest. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be back. I was actually thinking about it today. I'm excited to be back because uh, I think the first time I talked a little bit about myself, and now I can just talk about video games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, the annoying have, interview part's over. We don't yeah. have any more questions about you, Sam. We covered all of it. It's yeah. over. I barely introduced you. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. bio <laughs> is done. We're here just to talk games. Yeah. And and I, I'm glad you introduced me because there was stuff you mentioned that I wanted to talk about. Already. Some guests just choose to pipe in anyways. You I, know, but your discipline's I was admirable. <laughs> I've got... Got a lot of podcast etiquette, you know? Sure. For sure. Uh-huh. I've well, been, well, I've been for- casting for years. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, board games. Uh, I've been... I've been uh, reigniting my passions for board games lately. Uh, yeah. I recently got... Uh, uh, paid $80 for a board game, which was uh, uh, Pandemic Legacy. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Se- season and one or season two? Season one. Hell yeah. Season so one is really good. Season two is also amazing. I, I, I never played a Legacy game before, and I was really interested in trying it. And I haven't, I've played more pandemic than I have legacy because I haven't played pandemic yet. So to clarify for audiences, legacy is the type of board game where you play it multiple games over the course uh, with a group of people and like the board changes and gets added stuff yeah, over time. Tear cards. Up yeah. And, yeah. That's and depending a- on, on sort of which legacy game you're playing, there's sort of different things, but like pandemic legacy is really good because it has like characters who gain skills as you go. And mm-hmm. there's like a story and objectives that change from game to game. Right. My favorite part, I played Risk Legacy. Uh, and my favorite part about Risk Legacy was if you like won the the if you won the game, you could choose to like nuke a certain place. So if someone had like built a nice town, you could just like nuke it for all of the future games and just have it be radioactive. Uh, is there anything like that That's in awesome. Pandemic where you can like sabotage the other players? I'm just getting into it. Like well, I just It's a co-op game. It's a co-op game. Okay, so, yeah, you, yeah. It, so you're you working together. Okay. Uh, what I found is that the first game that you play is like pretty much set up for you to lose. Yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited to dive into it just because it, I, I, it really, I think, brings in the kind of approach and feel of video games into board games. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Like, like I said, it has like different objectives and different mechanics that it takes advantage of in the same way that a video game does. Like a lot of board games, especially like older fashion board games, newer board games are getting better at this, but older board games were like, this is the mechanic of the game. You do it a million times. Whoever does it the best wins. Um, yeah. Whereas old, in old board games had like high replay value. And this is like, hey, you know, like sometimes people want to spend 80 bucks on something that's a single experience. Yeah. I mean, if you, you think about it in video game terms, right? Like you're playing... Even if you win every game of Legacy, you're playing 12 games about about two to three hours each. So we're talking about 30 hours. If you're paying 80 bucks for 30, like paying 80 bucks for 30 hours is not that is like a pretty good deal when you can pay 65 bucks for like 15 hour video games all the time. Right. Especially yeah. like, yeah, like, like Resident Evil 2 looks like a great game, but like paying the $65 
for like a 15 hours is just like that's all you know that's pricey yeah and pandemic legacy is so fun so you can play it with up to like four or five friends and like mm-hmm. you get to have the experience of like every time you win you'd be like oh we did people we saved all these people from dying from a horrible disease uh but uh i'm excited to have you on today sam because we've been playing a lot of overwatch together yeah and oh. and we've been doing a lot of the quick play which is the random non-competitive side of overwatch and i feel like we've been playing just enough that i think in your overwatch narrative you're will you're curious about getting back into the competitive area yeah so we've we've actually played overwatch together uh for a couple years now sure off and on off and on there's like Uh, there's like months where we like decide to play it a lot and then it falls off uh what's really exciting right now is we've actually got like a good group going we have we haven't done it yet but there's like Six. We've mm-hmm. we've had five. Yeah, we've had five. Out of those five, yeah. how many have been on the podcast? Uh, okay, uh, Brian Inziong has been on the podcast. Uh, Sam has been on the podcast. Check. Bennington Grant has been on the podcast. Check. You've been on the it's podcast. Me. Gold, Goldenberg. It's Goldenberg. Goldenberg's been on the yeah, sort, of, sort of been on the podcast. So, Connor hasn't, but he Connor just hasn't. got his PlayStation like yeah. a few months ago. All right, Connor. Mm-hmm. Well, we're coming for you. Yeah, watch yeah. out, Connor. Watch the fuck out, dude, because we're gonna get you on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, you told me you've been. So, so what's funny is that like when I when I first got Overwatch, I didn't know anyone that played Overwatch, right. and I did not take mm-hmm. advantage of that like cooperative play aspect of this and which uh, yeah, I was horrible because I didn't know anything about team play at all yeah and uh i think i've started to develop that as more and more i when i'm playing with groups of uh four or five Mm -hmm. and uh so at points of us playing together i was like oh let's play competitive together and i couldn't because my level was too low so it turns out way back when when i got the game I started playing competitive because I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. brought my level from like a 1600 down to like a 700. Uh, Which is speaking my language. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is tough because it becomes almost impossible to dig yourself out of that because the people in those lower ranks are just on such a brain dead level uh, of playing like that they're just like they're playing it like Call of Duty. Like they're not trying to help each other at all. No one's paying attention to where anyone's standing on the map. And Overwatch isn't really a game where you can like solo dolo carry a team of idiots. It's like you need to be coordinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you can and you can't because like you what you can do is like you can not be one of those idiots and hope that someone else on that team. You can one an person idiot. to be a and team if you member. Get, like, yeah. Yeah. And so before when I was like somewhat competent and somewhat like, oh, I want to play. I want to cooperate with people. I didn't have the skill to be able to like think about what other people were doing and help uh, and yeah, help out and like compliment their play style. And uh, now I've, I've, I've put enough time in and have watched enough YouTube videos that I've gotten better at assessing the situation. So as you've and endeavored to like become a real overwatcher, like yeah, yeah. what uh what's your what's your main now what's your class what are you what are you doing uh, i'm tanking oh hell yeah uh frank the tank uh yeah i've always been uh kind of uh diva main 
Yeah, uh, hell yeah. And I just, yeah. Uh, always, I think I've played that character the longest. So I looked at my stats and I, I like one of the characters that's in my top three is Junkrat. Hell I, yeah. I don't like being on a team with a Junkrat now. <laughs> I haven't played Junkrat in forever, <laughs> which is so funny. Are yeah. you, you man, it's Junkrat? Or no, you I just like Junkrat because I think it's cool that they just put like a weird Australian pervert in their shooting game. <laughs> True. <laughs> He's a weirdo for sure. True. True. When I play, um, when I play Overwatch, I play mostly as uh, the Roadhog or Torbjorn primarily yeah um, so other weird per- i basically only play as weird perverts um in that game <laughs> so the thing is is i saw a video that gave me this tip and i'm like oh that like the thing i need to work on that i like am now like all right this these are the mistakes i make are like assessing the situation as far as like assessing how your team's doing like mm-hmm. i'm used to being like all right i'm gonna pick this character and we're going to win or lose with me as this character. (laughs) And now I'm realizing like, oh, you got to get better at like realizing what's going on Mm -hmm. and adapting to the situation, adapting when to hold them and when to fold them. I think the the biggest thing in the lower ranks is the trickle. And the trickle is basically when people don't realize that they're the only person running in and they just run in one at a time and die because people don't fight as a team. And that's what you see is just a lot of trickling and, and just like, Getting one hit killed. Boy, trickle is yeah. a rough word to just hear a bunch of times in a row. <laughs> and so I, I used I, I used to diva main, and I I always like Arisa too because there is a similarity between diva and Arisa where you're just like firing shots, you know? Sure, and you're just like hanging out in a big ro- robot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, you told the, me you've been the, playing Reinhardt. This video I saw said you should have three characters down. You should have a main and then two backups in the same class. I realized like, oh, I just have those two tanks. And so I I started to learn Reinhardt because uh, the play style is very different than Deep. And... uh, it's very vulnerable and it actually it's it's such an anchor team player and it's like it can provide a lot of value if other people use your value. Yes. So it's like if people understand that you're the Reinhardt and they fight behind your shield, you can make plays and pushes. And if a healer supports you, like you can make awesome plays. Totally. Yeah. Or you can just get hung out to dry by your team constantly. Reinhardt's the one I've always wanted to be good at because Reinhardt's like clearly the bravest. Yeah, um, and people who play Reinhardt are clearly the most courageous. He, he it's the best voice actor too. Yeah, he has a great voice actor. But then I just suck at being Reinhardt. So then what I am is just like brave guy who just dies all the time and gets all my friends killed, which is like a it's real tough. yeah, which yeah. sucks. So I stopped trying. I mean, then you then you just got to switch to a different character because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, because you need your team to to support you as a Reinhardt. Too. Right. That's the important thing. And like that, like, is so frustrating when you like step in front of your team and you got a bunch of you got a bunch of shooters on your team. You put the shield up and they're, they're you know, all of a sudden you realize, oh, they're gone and everyone's shooting at me. <laughs> and like, why aren't you guys taking out that turret? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you like, <laughs> yes, it's, it's not moving. It's there. Take it out. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. You know, what's going to happen is my shield's going to get shot down. That's going to happen. Yeah. Take it out. Mm-hmm. Like, You're very helpless sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So you need your team there. But uh, it's it's fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's there's little tricks that I picked up on it. Like the like 
like look around thing that he does. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So you're slowly going to crawl your way out of competitive. I'm I, I'm going to crawl my way out of bronze. All you have to do is get, I think pick up. I think Bennington's a silver. So. Yeah, I think if you just get pick to a up point, Bennington on your way up to gold. Yeah, yeah. If you absorb yeah. ben- Bennington, and then like if you and Bennington get a little bit higher, then I can try to absorb you guys into yeah, the ring. Exactly, and that's like, the do idea. It that way, I'm going to try and snowball people <laughs> yeah, up yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, so that's sort of a reverse snowball. That's my plan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, snowball gets, up the mountain. You know when it gets hot and a snowball gets bigger? <laughs> you know when it's... What's the... Oh, man, I was trying to do a slippery slope joke, but I just couldn't think of a single word that's the opposite of slippery. It's like a really specific. Good, good to mention it. A slope with handholds is the situation we're talking about. Anyways... Um, it's, I, I'm Sisyphus with a snowball. Yeah, exactly. It's a slowly getting... Instead of falling down and crushing you, it's just slowly getting bigger. And then eventually yeah. it will fall down and crush you. There's a, one last thing I want to talk about before we get to the game, and that's... Uh, uh, what are your feelings about Hollow Knight 2? I'm excited. I, I had a lot of fun playing Hollow Knight. Uh, I, I I gave up with some of the uh, expansion stuff. I haven't played that like Dream Kingdom thing. I haven't either. Uh, I didn't beat the final Zote. Spoiler. Uh, I didn't beat the final boss in the the it's good to circus. say spoiler after you say this yeah, yeah that's yeah. the best way to do a spoiler is he said like dumbledore dies on page i just realized spoiler. that's my way of like, <laughs> apologizing you know <laughs> sorry guys not sorry uh, uh but yeah i mean uh we talked about this before but the be- my favorite part of hollow knight was the, the exploration element uh and yeah. like experiencing places for the first time and like when i replay hollow knight it is it is still fun but it's like familiar now it's like oh there's that awesome room again and it'll be fun to just like have a new place to just like explore and have that like first time of kind of like crawling through a place and like figuring it out yeah, I'm. I'm right now. I'm playing uh, the messenger. I just started playing. That, oh, that game is good. I uh, was talking to Brent Weinbach, who's telling me that uh, who's playing Hollow Knight, who just finished Hollow Knight, and he was saying the messenger is one of his favorites. Hmm. And so, messenger's good, man. I'm fucking hyped for Hollow Knight too. I'll be honest. Yeah. I keep forgetting that I'm excited for it because I'm so excited for the new Fire Emblem game, even though it's so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the Switch is just going to continue to have like a sick 2019. Just, but also I think it's gonna getting all the Microsoft the, games. But I, yeah, but I think it's going to be on the indie and the third party side. Like, I don't know how many more main titles we're going to see from Nintendo this year. But like just the amount of of indies and remakes and things coming out. It's just it's going to be such another year for the Switch. <laughs> such Fire a smart Emblem, man. That's a main Nintendo title. You're right. But what else after that? Who needs it, man? We're doing a JRPG <laughs> set of the school. That's the only game I need for months. Do you, do you think the Pokemon RPG will come out this year? It's supposed to, isn't it? Maybe that could be the fall game. Do, uh, do, are you guys old enough to remember when N64 came out? No. Vaguely. Uh, I mean, I remember I remember the friend's birthday where my friend got it. <laughs> to like, that was of. always big. I remember the birthday where I got a, a fucking Genesis. Mm-hmm fondly i think that was like like if i if i made it like a uh like a biopic like an autobiographical biopic about myself like a half hour would be me receiving genesis and playing sonic till i threw up yeah the, uh, the n64 <laughs> one was uh, my parents got it for me and my brother for hanukkah because they were like if we got it for either of you for your birthday one of you would just claim it 
and there would be like in huge fightings. Instead of for Hanukkah, we got it as like a family thing. That's really funny. They're fucking but, smart, uh, those two. So N sixty like I this has been the Switch has been such a jump forward for Nintendo because when the N six four came out, they had two games. You, you sold a system for like a record high price, and you had like you had Mario, and then there was another third party game. I think Podracer, right? No, oh, no, yeah. Podracer didn't one. come out for a while. Oh, then I don't even remember when it came out because that was the version that my family got me was the Podracer one. I got my, yeah. my brother. That was when did when did N sixty four come came out? I don't, was, I don't know, but this is the picture that I have to show you. This was the N sixty four that I owned. <laughs> <laughs> they showed to me and I'll tell you like, what they're looking at oh Griffin had the incredibly adorable <laughs> spread eagle Pikachu uh, N64 yeah it was super cute and you pressed its feet to reset Oh, buddy <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, post it on the Instagram but anyways this is the section of the podcast where we just google silently uh, the yeah. things that we're going to talk about um, but I did, uh, was, like, there, was there a point my, my point is, is that it, they had like for like the first year it was out there was like three games yeah. there was like two mm-hmm. Nintendo games and like a third party game like the first year of the Switch but they were bangers but the Switch from the beginning supported indie games. That's true. And I think that's the thing with it. And the, break my phone. Uh, the thing with the Switch is that like you can go through those big gaps without major games because you have the indie games to mm-hmm. keep people on it. Yep. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great system, and I love the fact that they've embraced that community. Yeah, and that yeah. every game maker wants to be on the Switch. Like, no matter what company you're from, like, everyone wishes, even if they can't, to put a game on the Switch. It's just a fun, well, fun thing to do. I think more than any other system, if you get a game on the Switch that people fall in love with, it takes over their lives. Because it's not like a PlayStation where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I love playing Final Fantasy but I can only play four hours and I have to leave my house and get on the bus. It's like the switch are going to be like, Oh, I love hollow Knight, and I'm going to take it with me on the bus and then I'm going to yeah. play it surreptitiously during this meeting. And then I'll play it while I eat dinner after this meeting and I'll play it on the bus while I go home and then I'll get mm-hmm. home and I'll play it on the TV. Like it, that's, I feel like with the switch, you can like really like I made a game that truly conquered a human and maybe that's just me being an unhealthy person <laughs> and being like, that's why people want to do it. But I feel like that would be a cool feeling. Well, well, speaking of conquering humans. Oh, here, wait, here it is. Uh, <laughs> good, good, almost. Good. N- no, Nintendo I'm, glad, I'm glad that that, that. N- Listen, Nintendo that was so 64 close. was launched with Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wing 64. Oh, oh. And there was a third game that was exclusive to Japan. I only know Pilot Wings is the game from the Super Smash level. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Griffin. Well, now let's talk about conquering people. But (laughs) sorry, I screwed Uh, up your transition. Why don't we get a little bit into the history about the game that you've brought on today, which is such a topical game, guys. The Game Boys, we delve into the past a lot, but this history is in the very near present of gaming uh, industry. (laughs) The near present? (laughs) The near present. This history of the near present. What an insane assemblage of words. What is the near present? The near present is like not hard past. It's like soft past. Okay. (laughs) But it can also be soft future, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, there's, it's amorphous on the timeline. It's our soft Uh, once and soft future, soft king. It's like, what's, is is it like episodes (laughs) of Parks and Rec or near present or are those past? Time is a Venn diagram. Uh, okay, so <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Matthew McConaughey of this podcast. Uh, 
On March 1st, 2010, Activision amended its report with the Securities and Exchange Commission to add notification that two senior employees of their Call of Duty studio, Infinity Ward, were being fired due to breaches of contract and insubordination. Leads Jason West and Vince Zampella were reportedly seen escorted off the Activision premises by security guards. A setback for most developers, West and Zampella announced they were creating their own studio called Respawn and took over 25 of Infinity Ward's employees with them, releasing the mech shooter Titanfall in 2014 to mild popular success and a sequel in 2016. While Respawn had been working on efforts towards a second sequel in the Titanfall series, the success of Fortnite Battle Royale led them to rework Titanfall elements into a Battle Royale genre. Respawn asked EA to avoid any preliminary marketing for the game, releasing it on the same day it was announced. One week after its release, Apex Legends had over 25 million downloads and over 2 million concurrent players, and is considered to be a strong challenger to Fortnite's current dominance in the video game industry. This morning, the boys will decide if the Fortnite killer has truly arisen with Apex Legends. Bam, explosions. Alright, we're doing a new game. Sips call it... Doing a new game. We're doing a new game, and we're even doing it in the way that when we originally envisioned this podcast and then quickly abandoned the model in the way that we meant to, where we all play it together, mm-hmm. um, which is nice to see what our podcast would be like if we'd actually got it together to be the thing that we initially <laughs> imagined. Um, but yeah, so so how did you get? How did Apex become a part of your life? Actually, it's good that we talked about Overwatch now. Um, I uh, the day it was announced, I heard about this game that like oh they were worried about. Uh, getting like criticized before it was released which i think was totally smart and uh yeah, they, it's just another um, it's just another battle royale game yeah like, i don't want a trailer just show me and so i just i downloaded it i think my brother was like yeah we should download this game it looks kind of cool and i played it and pretty instantly i was like oh this is like like it's smooth. It reminded me a lot of Titanfall, like minus the Titans mm-hmm. and uh, just the, yeah, they're just like the feel of the game. You could like run and slide and yeah, stuff. The sliding is like one of the best parts of the game. Yeah. It's just like yeah. the way you move. Mm-hmm. They they're one of you can see that one of the things that they were concentrated on wasn't like stopping the movement of players, but like encouraging the players to have flow with the way that they traveled through the game. And yeah, and uh, then Bennington from our Overwatch squad uh, was like also playing it and he's a big Fortnite fan. And so we started playing together and there was like like a Saturday there where we kept texting everyone in our Overwatch squad to like download the game and play the game and we played it for like eight hours and uh it's it was just a super fun experience and uh there was a bunch of things that immediately jumped out as like oh like these are improvements on the Fortnite model like Mm -hmm. this is a step forward this isn't just someone trying to jump on a bandwagon this is someone trying to improve a model Sure. 
Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. I thought I was I. Me and Lux were both a little grouchy about having to play this game. Yeah, me and Lux don't really like battle royale games. Uh, yes, we have we this we've talked about this a lot, and we've just done one for we just done H1Z1. Yeah, but we just played this morning, all three of us, yeah. and and we like surprisingly. I mean, we I had a lot of questions. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, it I was had a lot of fun though. It was like if I think it was by myself, I'd be a little like overwhelmed, and I'm glad I had a player to like answer all my questions and that was what made it fun well, you had sort of the perfect thing because you had a player to answer all your questions and someone even stupider to show you exactly what to avoid doing <laughs> at every opportunity you're like sort of a perfect setup I had a lot of fun though I like I like you said I thought what was most impressive about the game to me which jumped out was that like it gives you a lot of ways to move around the map and encourages you to use them all the time. Like it lets you run up walls, you can slide, you can jump, you can zip line, you can climb ropes, you can do these balloon things that launch you around the map like there's so many ways to get around and move. And I think one thing with Fortnite that I found really frustrating and that I found unbearable in H1Z1 was just, it would be like time to go somewhere better run for a while, just on yeah. the ground in a straight line. <laughs> yeah. There is there. just, a, there's a lot of straight line, just like moving. And this is like, it moved, like the, the landscapes are a little more difficult to navigate, but you have a lot more options to navigate them with. So like yeah. moving is a lot more fun and challenging and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, even if like a lot of times I'd like run away from someone and get, myself shot or like fall off a thing into like a danger zone i don't even feel like we explored like even half of the environments too like i felt like we kept on dropping into like jungle locations but there what there's like a sand desert right and yeah like, there's like other locales that we haven't even seen yet yeah, yeah no, i want to get back i mean i'll be honest i want to get back at it at some point um and play it some more and just see see like i feel like we were just scratching the surface of like what's in that game like i still don't understand mm, how all yeah. this shit works and then like uh, the other thing too that they did well with like the design is the locales like some of the areas look very similar like it's like oh this area looks like that area and i'm not really sure where i am uh but there are many different types of locations and which helps you learn the geography of it like Mm -hmm. uh there is sort of like a oh this is the desert area so i know i'm basically around this area and you start to think like oh um i know that there's this these four supply bins over this way and uh yeah uh what you know it's funny what i kind of wish we did that i thought of right after we stopped playing is we should have done one round where we got off mic because that's also one of the impressive things about the game is the way that the ping system works sure we can press r1 and like select things for people select that you can be you can be cooperative almost as easily as you can being on mic as you can. Right. Cause you can say, Oh, people mic. are right there. I mean, there were certain, there's an item there. There were certain yeah. ways in which the pings were actually more effective communications than we were online. It's like we'd be oh, playing. Definitely. Yeah. We're playing like <laughs> yeah. Sam would be like, there's a guy over there. And then and like, would be where? like, where? There's, there's <laughs> 12 in. houses here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, just spinning in circles. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that I thought that was really cool. I thought that, um, I like the different characters, um, I like that they're not that that different. That they just have a couple of extra. It's not like Overwatch where like they're fully fucking a hundred percent different dudes with like different health and different attacks and weapons and stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, they're basically they have, the same, but they have a couple extra powers that make them they different. They all have light mechanics that I imagine if you were like a smart three team and like knew the classes in and out, like you could figure out some kind of cool combos or some cool different ways to combine them. I mean, my like one thing when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, this is like a this is like o- Overwatch meets Fortnite and it has that kind of quality. And that was one of the things that initially drew drew the game to me Mm -hmm. and uh i'd say like having played the game it's less like that it is kind of like everyone plays very similar which there is a quality to that that like Mm -hmm. uh i would say like one of the things i like too is like uh as opposed to fortnite in fortnite some guns are stronger than other like you can get two of the same exact shotguns right in one stronger. Yeah. In this game, all the guns are a base level. You can get uh, power ups and stuff to like that are ranked. You can get like uh, attachments and stuff like that, like better mm-hmm. scopes, like yeah. purple level scopes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and there doesn't seem to be a level of teamwork to this game. Uh, and I actually am doing an emergency uh, segment. Normally segments happen at the end of the show, but we're doing one of our first uh, call-ins right now. Uh, oh. we're, we're calling, uh, getting a call-in from a Bennington Grant oh, right now. Oh, great. Uh, and he's going to talk to us a little bit maybe about the do's and don'ts of Battle Royale games. I'm going to say... Uh, uh, and we'll bring this up with him. Uh, he called, he was like, <laughs> Oh, how I love that song. <laughs> uh, Lux, can you hear, uh, oh, I can hear him, but he can almost certainly not hear me. Oh, he probably can't. He can probably only can only hear me. It's and, the legendary Tentric. Uh, it's a legendary Tentric pony here on the podcast. We're only going by da- gamer tags today. <laughs> Uh, Tailboy, drawing by uh, Trill of his PR, wow, the Doctor, cool. and <laughs> Tendrick. Uh, now, we're going to have to make this quick, Bennington, because Lux uh, Lux won't be able to, you know, communicate with you. Uh, we were just wondering. Good. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'll go uh, check my he, email while you do this. He can't hear that. <laughs> you, you are by far one of the people that like world. Battle Royale games uh, the most. Uh, and we were wondering if you had any do's or, or don'ts for when you're playing a Battle Royale game. Do's or don'ts, the number one most important thing of Battle Royale games, get to the high ground, okay? <laughs> you're going to want to get high ground no matter what. If you don't, your hitbox head is going to be so much bigger on lower ground, and people are just going to be raining bullets on you. Okay. <laughs> Second most important tip of Battle Royale games, live to fight another day. If it seems like you're going to die, just pull out of there. Retreat. Get out of there, man. You know, it's a game of survival. It's not a game of accruing kills. That being said, it's a lot more fun when you're going for eliminations rather than just, like, camping out. Uh, can I, I... I just want to say something. Uh, ben, you called it. Uh, Griffin, he had complaints about your first experience playing. Yeah, actually, thought, and we, it, it, he thought our, you were a sourpuss, and he's like, he's going to play with you, and he's going to have fun playing with you. And I'm just, <laughs> I think your words were, I'm just over it. <laughs> yeah. We almost... That was the bullshit. <laughs> I, 
well, my exact words were, I guess he could have fun with you because you were on TV or whatever. <laughs> I, was just, I was just on a Comedy Central 24-hour web series once. Yeah, sorry. And I didn't catch so the he, web series. He can't have fun with me. We went to war. We went to war in the packed beer together. I know you were directing or whatever, but you can't have any fun with me. Uh, anyways, uh, Bennington, I'm sorry we had a tumultuous online experience where we both logged off without saying goodbye. Uh, <laughs> I, I just miss you, buddy. Can I go on one? Can I, can I say one thing? Yes, uh, and then we'll have to go. I really go. just want to say one thing here. Yes. Yeah. So when Apex came out, you guys may have covered this, but when Apex came out, Everyone was, you know, blowing smoke up its its A. Everyone was so happy. Everyone loved it so much. But all of the things that people were saying that they were they loved about it, they were really just like insulting Fortnite. <laughs> you know, like uh, this is on the subreddit. So all the top oh, posts are like, deep. you know what I love about this game? And it was like it was like middle schoolers. They were like, you know what I love about Sam Sam's is that Sam's not fat like you know Jessica is it's, it was like the meanest thing about, <laughs> okay. like, right? like a weird sorry. metaphor and what Fortnite. just happened <laughs> well it's not I'm just saying it's like it's a stupid it's like it's a stupid middle school kind of like oh you know you know what's good about this game is it's not like this game it's like just dunking on the popular thing yeah people Hey, Are you me say- and Sam, we love the Patriots. People like to hate us because they ain't us, you know. So, <laughs> like, so Fortnite is the Patriots? Oh, cool. The official team Fortnite of white nationalism. Because they were like, you know what I love about this game? There's no stupid emos. There's no stupid <laughs> dancing. There's no 12-year-old. It's like, yo, first of all, games are for 12-year-olds. You know, 12-year-olds like it. It's a good game. You're uh, get some dignity. Okay. You can get some dignity with that $20 game. I feel good about all this. Ball, <laughs> he honestly much, does sound like a Boston Sports Talk Radio better. guy. They make the game fun. Fortnite... All right, okay, Fortnite I'm going to have to hang up on you now. <laughs> Fortnite is still the best game in the world. That's all. <laughs> all right, how much did he know about what we thank were talking about when he called in? Because he all mostly right, just well, talked about how good. mad he was that people like this more than Fortnite. <laughs> it, he started very calm, and then it got so yeah, toxic. Happened? Wait, why isn't that a segment on every show? <laughs> Bennington calls in and screams about yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. We're trying to work Collins. We did That was our first one. We had one lined up for the Kingdom Hearts episode, too. Yes, we do, yeah. It's should still there. be Bennington calling in <laughs> yelling about Fortnite. <laughs> just have to call in for a second. Be like, Bennington, how do you feel like Kingdom Hearts? Don't care. Not Fortnite. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, not for, it's not good for 12-year-olds. It's not good for me. So what was interesting about uh, what he was saying about High Ground is like we experienced just that, mm-hmm. which is uh, that moment where we were in the supply ship and we were shooting down on a team. Oh, yeah. And, and they actually walked out too we far were, and got us we all killed. Well. We were, yeah, and we were comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then the ring closed and forced us out of there. And then we were like, as soon as we were like on level playing field with them, they had to drop on us and uh, downed our team. Yeah. Um, it's like the risk of being up high is like when you drop down, you're, you, you're like the people on the ground kind of got you because they see you falling. Yeah. Yeah. You have that moment of yeah. vulnerability. Um, but it was fun. It's something uh, it's yeah. 
Okay, so we've talked about why a lot of it's cool and like my favorite part, definitely the ropes. The oh. ropes are so much fun, but it's a complicated game. So wait, so in certain uh, ways. Be- before we move on, uh, we were talking about characters. Okay. And, and what I would say is that that the characters, it, they're, they're just, they're like the same, but like they have like little perks, but it, it's not like as cooperative as uh as overwatch uh but it's more defined uh, than fortnite but much less defined than overwatch yeah but f- uh i just saw a forbes article so we're we're just this is tip of the iceberg the game right now and uh there was a forbes article released we, we google week. the most when sam brown is on the podcast uh okay. <laughs> you don't know how much googling i do over here on every episode but. that's the the names of 11 leaked apex legends characters may reveal their abilities whoa and, and there's so only the, eight <laughs> so there's right. eight right now so yeah. i think we should go i mean not to like take the reins on your podcast but just quickly go through the characters and what their abilities are because you guys don't even know yeah all the characters I would love that and their because abilities. i only know a couple of them sure uh bloodhound which he played uh was, yeah my cool guy with the hat he tracks people he like scans an area you can see him and then like for his special ability he like does this like kind of beast mode thing where he moves faster and you can actually see people's Turns into footsteps. Geralt from <laughs> the Witcher. Did yeah. you do that? Did you? No, I never actually tried it. That? Whenever we got into a situation where it was useful, I got too scared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is real. Lifeline, uh, who... Um, who you played. Uh, I played. Uh, has played. a healing bot and drops a, a a supply package that'll have three items three high level items in it very useful also uh the other use of that too is that like and i think the interesting thing about the game is like with everything there's like a give and a take and it's pretty balanced in that way so when you drop a supply package people can see it yeah that's one thing uh, that'd be cool people well, can that's, see a, it. that's a cool yeah, like, te- like team up technique too i feel like like if you had a team with some good snipers or some good shooters to drop that yeah. thing and then lure out bad guys to come try and hurt you and take your thing from you. And then it's like, oh, no, in fact, it's a double lure. And now you are the trapped ones. Enemies. Totally. Yeah. So, like, that's, totally, there's like, some like cool tactics you can get at in this game for sure. Earlier, before you guys were on, I was playing with the crew and we had a pretty good spot while the ring was closing and what one of the guys did was I had a sniper rifle and he pointed out all the uh the unopened supply crates around us so that I could be watching those for people running over oh, nice. in a similar way. That's a great strategy. Good tactics. Uh Gibraltar. Apparently this mm. character Watch point Gibraltar. Uh, uh, mm, the rock of Gibraltar. There's a controversial nice. thing where in this character's backstory he's gay and people are upset about that. Sure. Oh yeah, I saw a very funny tweet where a guy was like, "Dear EA, could you please retcon it so Gibraltar's not gay? He's my main and I don't want to play as a gay character." Which oh was my just God. like uh, Jesus. Which was a real like, "Oh, now you know what it's like." It's a real <laughs> Call of Duty moment. Hey EA, can you change all the characters so they're all gay? So, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm as a gay guy, it's just weird. They're all straight. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's the inverse. I mean, that's one thing actually really quickly to, to deviate off the specific characters. That's one thing I really like about this game is that it came out with literally one white male protagonist guy. It had more like pe- women of color than white dudes. Like the dude's it's, name it's, is yeah, caustic it's and it's like a good like it's a funny joke about toxicity, which like people got mad about whatever. But I think it's sweet. I think it's honestly part of why it's so popular is that like it has like 
there's like any like most anyone can have a character that kind of reflects some element of themselves um, in that game in a way that like you don't always get with with those kind of shooters. But it's but I would I would I would compare it to like uh, in terms of classes. It's more like Destiny, where it's like in Destiny, still whoever's got the guns and them shoots the best and moves the best is gonna win. But and they all have powers uh, that can kind of complement each other. But it's not like Overwatch, where like the class mechanics define every moment of the action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a Correct. smart way to do a shooter, especially to, because it'll be really hard to balance like an intense shooter like that. If all the class mechanics like affected had a bigger effect. Yeah, I think. no, I think the game design mechanic of the way that class work is great. And I just also think like yeah. the representational politics of the game are like really cool in a way that mm-hmm. like it's clearly thought out, right? Like they, that yeah. was a decision they made. And it's like that's a cool choice to make, especially like now when people are gonna scream about on the internet. Like in the shooter genre, the most white and toxic probably of all. Of them. Yeah, totally. It was fucking yeah. awesome that they did that. I was I was very hype about that choice. That's like what made me interested in the game in the first place because I saw like new Battle Royale game. I was like, I, oh, cool. A new game in the genre that I refuse to play except for the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, which is like, so, cool. Yeah, who's care. next? With, with Gibraltar, uh, uh, I want to point something out that uh, so his main ability is he casts like a little dome shield and then the rock of Gibraltar then uh, oh. he's a defensive character <laughs> and his special ability is he has like this smoke grenade that he throws and a, it drops a bunch of missiles mm-hmm. and you think like oh like that seems like an offensive thing but actually what it's for or the thought process is is throw that and retreat throw that right, and classic. either throw you can throw that retreat or throw that and get in your little dome and that'll yeah, provide classic uh, smoke bomb, classic rock of Gibraltar. Yeah, so sm- <laughs> smoking that rock of Gibraltar, you know what I mean? Getting all <laughs> tweaked up off of that earth. <laughs> I'm gonna skip forward to Bangalore, sure, who uh, has a um, great name. City, city in India, one of the attack characters, uh, rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> her her main thing is she has a smoke bomb that she does. Uh, yeah. Oh, but no, with no missiles. No missiles. No missiles. Word. But her special <laughs> no, ability. No, smoke, no uh, missiles. That's the Bangalore promise. Okay. <laughs> her special ability is she does have a, a, an airstrike that she calls in, but they're missiles that land. It, this, if you're playing, uh, keep in mind that this will take longer than the, the uh, Gibraltar ultimate where she calls in the missiles they land and they'll they'll like be in the area and then they'll blow up so this is like a an attack version of that right and it's like i I like that too just another this is actually this going through this list is a good way to like touch on little mechanics about the game that i like i like that they like abilities take different amounts of time like for me to pop my all beast tracker ultimate takes less time than for like lifeline or lifeline to drop her like drop off a bucket of goods ultimate because like a plane has to fly over and drop that off and so they like kind of build the actual physicality of the mechanic into the game in a way that I think is is fun and and cool and like considers considerate of what's going on uh so then there's Pathfinder. Is that the robot? The robot. I had a lot of fun with the robot because the robot has a claw, a grappling hook, and you can just like you can not only can you grappling hook up places but you can kind of use it to swing you forward you can kind of use it like a rope like a spider-man you kind of use it like spider-man you can get momentum and swing around and then the group one is like a support rope where everyone can get on a rope yeah which that's awesome which is good too like if if you're like in a firefight and it doesn't look like you're gonna win 
Uh, it's a good way to back out of a place. I'm like desperate. I'm desperate those. to use that super in an awesome time and escape my whole team. Like that yeah. must be the coolest thing to do. Yeah. That's another thing about this game. Here we go again with the the structure of the list, like bringing up ideas. But like in this game, what happens is you can get knocked down and you can die. And if you die, your friends can mm-hmm. take your banner and bring you back to life. And so this game does open a lot of ways for like hero play. Like Sam, you're talking about what we were playing. Like there's like hero opportunities for people to like rescue their whole team and bring them back to life and win the game that way or like for Gibraltar to drop a smoke bomb and everyone escapes or like Pathfinder makes a swing a zip line everyone gets away and it's the saves the day like there's a lot of like ways for like cool kind of heroic highlight moments that even Overwatch to make a, to like, make a play to, to make, make a play, play yeah. but in more ways yeah. than like like the thing with Overwatch is like you can make plays but a lot of them are sort of like the same genre of thing there's like a lot of different ways People can make hero plays in this game. I think are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it it is really rewarding when you're playing with a couple strangers and they both go down and then you revive them. Like mm-hmm. even if you suck at the game, I think there was a there was around one of the wins that I have. I have like I don't have many wins, but one of the ones I have it was that I was playing with two guys that were better than me, and very early on in the match, they were both downed, and I revived them. We regrouped, powered back up, and then won the match. And that was really fun. Uh, yeah, that sounds so good. It, was, it just <laughs> it feels really rewarding. Yeah. Even like, though, like, these guys are clearly better than me. We wouldn't have done that if I hadn't played a part. Yeah, it's a satisfying yeah. second chance. Yeah, and everyone gets to do a thing, which is nice. So there's two characters who you, when you download this game, and it's free. So if you're interested at all in playing this game do it like i'll try it out uh but there's two characters that you have to save up coin to purchase so like most people who are playing the game have one or the other unlocked at this point mm-hmm. uh one is caustic who's like uh no but this is the part again another thing is like this is like the microtransaction part. You can earn these if you play long enough, but it also just encourages people to buy them ahead of time. And like the people that buy the characters ahead of time get the get the jump for like a, a momentary time in the game. Yeah. My brother did that. Calling him out. Nate Brown. <laughs> yeah, suck it, <laughs> Doxing. Nate. You bought we, your cost. We do dox at least one person on the podcast. We kind of doxed ourselves. I, I'll, I'll <laughs> I doxed us of, about the our gamer tags like when we were talking about it. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh true, true. Well, honestly, you didn't we sh- say my full gamer type, though. So yeah, no, I just my, I, I my, me and Griffin. I don't know all the numbers. Saves. Yeah. Oh, you know they're pretty easy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next time we're playing, look at them. Uh, <laughs> I'll take. I'll take we'll do. Good. Good note. So, so the characters are caustic. Who's like this twisted? Uh, I was playing with someone earlier today, and they're like. Caustic is twisted. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who's like that? Who's who is he's like a no? Like who said chemist? That? Like one of the people I was playing with. I would be playing. I play without you guys. Uh, Caustic is twisted. He reminds me of the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that we live in a society. <laughs> he's dark. Um, What's the thing that he has? He's damaged. He's like a chemist <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And he, what his power is, he he drops these smoke bombs. We 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 saw a couple of them. If I didn't warn you guys, you guys would have walked into that room and yeah. set him off. Dirt and they lines. do a little bit of a health drain, not mm-hmm. nothing severe, but mostly they they they'll tell the guy who set those that like, 
he'll realize that like, oh, my traps just went off. Does he get like an alert or something? It, it, you can see the smoke mm. on his screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the other thing is he he can throw a grenade that like fills an area with that smoke. And I think when he's in it, there's a vision thing too where he can see the outline of the players or something like that. I don't know. I've played him for a while. He's okay. He's pretty good. Uh, the other one is Mirage. And that's the one I think that's most popular for people to pick. Uh, it's voiced by that famous video game voice actor who does and Nolan North, Na- I think is his name, Nathan Drake, and all that. And so he's he's sarcastic. He's Bennington, Bennington and Mine's ongoing joke is like Mirage should play the next Deadpool. <laughs> Mirage is funny. We'll just get on with like a stranger and be like, man, don't you think Mirage is funny? He's so random. Uh, uh, yeah, our Nolan, fan base Nolan is North. hardcore Deadpool. Two fans, but the Christmas edited version. <laughs> yeah, Nolan, Nolan North is the uh, is the voice actor. By the way, Nolan, Nolan North. North. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Uh, but does yeah. that check out that Nolan North did? Uh, um, I can I can keep clicking Google it. that. I'm pretty I can sure click, that's I can who click it is. even more in this. Now, Nolan North Mirage. I want to. It's good that we that we uh, kind of like talked about all those, but I, I felt like when I was like logging into the game that there was a lot of information to take in. That is one big thing about the game that it's like uh, there's a lot of stuff to learn, especially if you've never played a battle royale game before. Um, yeah. And it's slowly becoming more intuitive and the feel of the gameplay feels good, but it, it is taking me like a little bit of time to like understand like, Oh, this is how you open the menus. This is how you do this. This is why stuff gets picked up this way. Yeah, there's just like a lot of different buttons and it's not as simple as like here are my two to three moves like when I have an Overwatch character. Yeah, I'd say one of the cons I have with the game is that uh, the button mapping isn't completely customizable. You have like four packages you can choose from Mm -hmm. in Overwatch. I usually like my left joystick to be my jump uh, because I don't like to not be able to aim and jump at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this, uh, even though I don't do much jump shooting in this, I still like it to be the same consistent with overwatch in some way. That way there's no lag between the games. And uh, so uh, in this, I have the package where it's L one. The only thing is, is when I was first playing the game, the first few matches, me and Bennington were both doing this is where we kept forgetting and kept hitting X to uh, to jump places. And the funniest thing was we would be Bangalore, who's if you hit uh, X on shoots off a smoke grenade that basically lets everyone know that's exactly mm-hmm. where you are. Yeah. So we're constantly in situations where you'd see us running over to a ledge or something like that and then just shoot off a smoke grenade and then start like cussing on and it. It would look like very like Gomer pile like <laughs> very like, um, but well, yeah. The last thing that I wanted to talk about this game that the reason that I like it more than Fortnite is that it's not cross platform. Yeah. I do not like that when I'm playing Fortnite on a PlayStation controller, I can go up against computer players and like just get pwned by them because mouse and keyboard is like more specific with headshots and it's just easier to play. I just wish they'd have like an on off switch for that because it'd be yeah. nice to play cross platform with a bunch of my friends who play on PC and just goof off uh-huh. and have fun. 
but also like if I'm trying to play and like actually be serious and like trying to win, like trying to see like how good I can be at this game, it's like super unfair to have a PC I people just nuking you all the time. I felt the difference when I played this game. I instantly was like, oh, this feels like the normal PlayStation online shooters that I've played in the past, and I can actually get kills in this game. In Fortnite, I just get pwned and I didn't like all the time uh, in a way that I haven't in other online shooters. So like this is actually a game I feel like ooh, there's like more of an incentive for me to want to get good at it on the PlayStation. Uh-huh. All right. Well, yeah. I've learned that it's not Nolan North who does Mirage's voice. Okay. Oh, no. It's this, guy <laughs> named, it's this guy named Roger Craig Smith, who's yeah. uh, sort of like a utility player in a bunch of shows I like, but I don't recognize any of his roles. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, well, that's, I'm an idiot. I thought it was that guy. Instance, it sounds played just five like different him. Transformers, none of which I've ever heard of. That's what happens, guys. Well, Jet we're going to stream Wait, really quick. Let me say the, the characters that they haven't released yet. <laughs> Isn't that like 11 characters? All right. Nomad. Apparently he has something to do with movement. Profit. Sure. Maybe he predicts locating items. Or just makes money in a corner and just... So prints it. <laughs> Does yeah. stock trading. <laughs> stock trading. Hazaria, which is a Polish cavalry from uh from Overwatch. From centuries ago. Winged hussars. Uh so they think maybe he has like jetpacks. I could see it being like he can like do the glide the like jetpack glide off sure, of anything. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh Jericho. Think, people think that <laughs> Gotta he's have Mirage's a brother. That's a McCree. Uh, That's McCree. Uh, uh, people think it might involve a wall type mechanic. Uh, sure. Reinhardt. Rampart. Oh, they actually they Reinhardt. think this might be the wall character. <laughs> Reinhardt. Uh, blackout. Um, crypto. Some Sombra. Some, yeah. Uh, Scunner. I think they're just sort of Bitcoin guys. Junkrat. <laughs> and Rosie. Uh, some kind of Riveter. Uh, um, Ash, some kind of some kind of riveter, yeah. Ash, <laughs> uh, that's that's cool. That's all. That's a lot of classes. Um, can't wait to see where yeah. the game goes in the future. Can't wait to spend microtransaction money. That's. I mean, that's the interesting thing too. Is like, yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg with the game. They're going to add more characters. They're yeah. going to probably have like a, a a single player gameplay although i think for me the the multiplayer teams of three is is one of the big appeals of the game yeah they're gonna get more modes and we'll probably have to come back on and have maybe you or bennington call back in to update us on the state of the game but right now we're gonna go to a little commercial break Griffin, are you sick of only having 8 to 11 playable characters in Apex Legends? Yeah, man, I've already spent $5,000 on this game. What gives? Well, because you're going to spend some more because we got a new one coming. It's everyone's favorite new hero, uh, Trumpet. Oh, okay. What does Trumpet do? Just makes a loud sound. Okay. And that, and that is, is that his main move or his ultimate? His ultimate is a, lo- a loud sound that scares everyone away. And his regular mm-hmm. ones is loud sound that knocks everyone down. His name's Trumpet, and that's his whole deal. Now, is he a cisgendered white male? No, he's a trumpet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's an arms and legs with uh, eyeball stocks trumpet. Okay. So that, no, no, he doesn't just identify as a trumpet. He is definitely biologically trumpet. Biologically a horrible trumpet I, I, monster. Why am I asking these questions? I'm not here to play the mu- the music gender wars. Yeah, is Griffin, he stop trying to gender this trumpet. Character? Let's all accept 
that we all love Trumpet. Um, well, you know, this character seems very outside of the Apex Legends universe, so I imagine that he'll be a very expensive character. How many microtransactions is this going to cost? Upwards of 15000 Okay. Uh, d- human dollars? Just, oh, just you have to do 15000 small microtransactions, and then it's a bonus unlockable. And in each Apex coin is actually uh, $3. Three American dollars. That's so the conversion luck, rate. have fun, and get yourself a Trumpet. Doodly doot doot. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux, your host is still Griffin Davis, your guest is still Sam Brown. We're still talking about Apex Legends, but now we're at the part of the show where we rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. So what we're going to do is give our little thoughts, final thoughts about the game, and then give it a score on a scale from one to five joysticks. Sam, you're our guest of Common Courtesy Dictates, you go first. One to five? Yeah. You said... Uh, uh, yes, final thoughts first, then yeah. you rate it. Final thoughts. Uh, I mean... And anything uh, that we missed, what we were talking about, if there's something you want to talk about. Yeah, uh, uh, I think... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really for quick, we, we were talking about microtransactions. I think one of the things I should point out that's absurd is the... the, the Trans the 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 I don't, I don't know the the currency the rate in, coins. in the game is absurdly expensive. Uh, you can use Apex coins to buy skins for your guns. So this is not even like guns you start out with. Guns you find in the game, a new skin for that gun. Not right. even the character. Not even something you own gun. every game. Yeah, the gun uh, cost eighteen hundred Apex coins. Mm-hmm. How much is an Apex coin? Well, it's like $10 gets you a thousand Apex coins. So you'd need to spend $20 for one skin on a gun. That's just lying in the forest somewhere. That's, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> they're, they're, that's they're, insane. You are, it, is, it is almost like they've, uh, this microtransaction thing is they're trying to top themselves, each company, and who can make the most depraved transaction. Yeah. Like, like, I think there'll be new ones where it's like, oh, like the rocks in the Sierra area will be orange now if you spend $35. <laughs> I think what they're going to do is they're going to make one skin only one person can get and they're gonna sell it for a million dollars and martin shakrelli is gonna buy it the same way martin shakrelli buys everything that only one person and an old woman will die who needed it (laughs) 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 Uh, but Uh, yeah the microtransaction element is is in in this climate a no good (laughs) (laughs) absurd uh so but I, i have a lot of fun playing with it there's a lot of fun uh i get i get swept up in it uh i would say there are times where if i spend a lot of times a lot of time playing the game i do feel like i i wasted time because i'm not building towards anything uh like i am trying to like rank up in uh overwatch or something like that so for this i, I would give it a 4.25 nice four and a quarter 4.25 very nice uh, okay, Lux, I'll go next. Okay. Wow. Uh, you know, went in went in pretty sour, uh, had a surprising fun amount of time. Uh, I think a lot of that is because I was playing with you guys and I was getting my questions answered, so that was fun. Uh, but just the feel of this game is undeniable. It does remind me of just like the feel of like Destiny, not in the exact same way, but just when you have a solid, slick shooter that wants you to feel like a badass, that wants you to swing and move around at crazy, like, and, and just that 
movement, the ropes, all that stuff is firing on all cylinders and is very fun. Um, I thought it was kind of cluttered menus, and I think the UI needs some work. It, it was it felt very uninviting to me, and I definitely, as someone who plays a lot of games, just felt like I needed to spend just a few minutes just searching around the menus. I will say that there's like probably like in two more games of playing it something will happen where you're like oh i get the language of this yes and then you'll realize how intuitive everything is right how much information there is but is it intuitive if it takes a while to learn i feel like that's actually not intuitive that means well, it just you learned it but it how took long some time. have you actually played it though i haven't like, played it that long but i'm affluent in video games like i've played well, so many online shooters and to just need to like have to like kind of figure it out for a little bit longer i well, think you think you're smarter like, than you are i mean that's visual. definitely true that's absolutely true and also the visual <laughs> and symbolic language of like battle royales as a genre yeah is like pretty new and still in progress so the fact that like your decades of video game playing haven't like primed you to like read the like text heavy quotes of apex legends mechanics like instantly kind of makes sense because like these games only been around for like a year anyways i'm excited i'm definitely excited to learn more about it and i think that one thing that again that again is i love that i'm only playing against people on console it's just such a more fair playground and that is the that's the true reason out of any of this that i will come back and play this particular battle royale because i feel like i have the opportunity to actually get better at it uh so for that uh i'm gonna give it a 3.5 out of 5 and i think that maybe like six months from now like if they like have a fun narrative like the Fortnite does outside the game or if or if they continue to make the game exciting anyway i think this game why it doesn't have a higher score for me is i fear in three to four months that it may feel boring in some way and Unless they keep on re-energizing it somehow. Uh, we'll see if they stick that landing because it's really early, but it's exciting. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. So I mostly agree with Griffin. I just think that the fluidity of this game is like next level compared to other battle royales. Yeah. I think the fighting is really fun and it happens in cool dynamic ways that I like. I like the attachment system. I like a lot about this game. Um, obviously, like it doesn't have any kind of like story juice that I love from games and battle royales in general are frustrating to me and microtransactions drive me fucking psycho. And there's like a lot of little things about this game that kind of on the fringes that bug me. Obviously, I'm like I, I said a bunch of times, I'm super into the representational politics of the game and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think so to put this game in context, we've done two other battle royale games. We've done Fortnite and we've done H1Z1. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I rated either of them. However, I'm going to re-rate all of them now that I have all three and put them in sort of a context. So, oh, great. So a little bit of re-rating, which we do often because well, we don't you, do which it. Which you do often. This is my first re-rating. So why don't I just back to the pot kettle situation there, bud. Um, so I think what I'm going to say is I think I'll give this game a four. I think this game really is like sort of captures everything that I think would be fun about a battle royale game. Like I don't, Sure. I don't see how you make a battle royale game that is super good that doesn't have so many elements of this game. Like this does a lot of the work that I think they should be doing. Um, I'll put Fortnite at a three now because I think Fortnite is fun, but it doesn't have a lot of the cool dynamism of this game. And then I'll put H1Z1 at a 2.5 cause it was just like Fortnite, but less goofy and without any of the fun shit in this game. So like, mm-hmm. sorry, Taylor, um, you were a wonderful guest, but that game did kind of bum me out. And I tried it again after reading the podcast. <laughs> I still didn't like it very much. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I'm going to update my score as well uh, and just delete that entire episode. Well, that's rude. She was an awesome <laughs> guest. And did a great oh, wait, job. No, wait, sorry, sorry. It was about my radio. I'll just delete my part. Okay, cool. I'll delete every time I talk. Uh, and finally, we have a five-star podcast. Um, <laughs> um, just kidding. It's, you're, you're talking is literally half of the show. Um, 
And so that's it for me. I think it's, yeah, I'll give it a four. I think it, it was good. Well, what a modern episode, guys. Um, yeah, really up to date yeah, wow. on top of it. And now, really quickly, because we're running a long time and I want to burn through these because I did the work for him. We're going to play Anthem. <laughs> yeah, real quick, we're going to do our, <laughs> finally, it's everyone's favorite segment. Tell you how to segment. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the segment segment. This is the part where Griffin and I do segments for our guests uh, and with our oh. guests, and they participate in them. Griffin, do you have okay. a segment? No, my segment was the call-in and... Hold the phone one sec. Yeah, sorry. There's just a home invasion from rabid fans. But we're going to do one quick segment. It's our new segment. It's called Pitching the Past. And this time, you two will be pitching Apex Legends to none other than the man known as the White Death. That's right. Finish <laughs> sniper, Simo Haya. <laughs> Wait, I don't... Who, you the may White know Death? me, Simo Haya, <laughs> as a Finnish sniper from the Winter War of 1939, where I killed over 500 Russian soldiers with my sniper and hunting rifle Whoa. in the woods. So sick. So I'm extremely good at warfare. Now, why how, would I want to play your silly game? How is there not a, a, a Liam Neeson movie about this well, already? Liam Neeson got canceled, bud. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, but yeah. Is this enemy at the gate? Is this the enemy at the gates guy? No, no that, guy that was Russian. This guy's no, just like no one cared. Also canceled. Oh, sorry. Not this guy. Uh, sorry. Russia me, got canceled. Russia's name, canceled. Me, Simohaya, the white death. <laughs> well, there's a lot of great snipers in the game. Uh... Mr. Finnish man. Simo Haya. Mr. Simo Haya. I think that uh, one thing is, obviously, this comes back to what Bennington said earlier. It's about high ground. Yeah. And this game is all about high ground. I do love high ground. I do a lot of sniping in trees. Yeah. This entire game is high ground. Uh, And I I, I think for that, you will excel. Um, I mean, I don't know if you have a PlayStation or an Internet connection. Oh, when you kill enough soldiers, they give you free games. (laughs) Anyways, here's the thing. Okay, I've done high ground sniping. What's in this game that would be new to me? A Finnish sniper of high reputation and Uh, a weird jaw. The gold uh, scope on the sniper rifles is actually it's a video scope where your bad guy where the the enemies show up as like red outlined in it, which is kind of oh, that's neat. much easier than my hunting rifle I used in the woodlands. <laughs> yeah, no more sticks, no more dogs. You're you you're you're on another level of satellite imagery. Um, the other thing uh, that I wanted to mention that is the number one reason that you will instantly have to play this game is you know when uh you like have your your sniper rifle is just like lying on the ground and like you can't change the color and you just wish it was like purple with like some stripes yeah well now you can pay i want to make mine look like the finnish flag yeah well you can pay two million finnish currency uh to get that two million finnish crowns two finnish crowns yeah so if you spend the money you can have all your uh random weapons you find out in the world uh with weird little purple sparkles on them. That sounds pretty good to me. Simo Haya, known sniper, weird man with jaw. Anyways, gotta go. I'll play your game. Okay, and I ple- I hope he doesn't know where I live. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a weird guy. You guys should Google him. His jaw is fucking wild. Um, okay, we're, 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 uh, we're Googling it right now. Uh, okay, I just sort of meant, I was sort of talking to the audience, but you go for it and enjoy your time. Um, he's crazy. He's a crazy man, though. Finland used the Finnish marker. Oh that, my god! This whoa! This guy. Did I see. Oh wow! I told you <laughs> I have a weird jaw. I feel like he. He kind of looks like uh, a character, like an Aquaman. 
Like he's uh, kind of a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah. yeah. Like wax face or something. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Good call. All right. But that's going to wrap it up for us. We've been going long a little bit. It's been a great episode, mostly because we've had a great guest. Uh, and so, Sam, uh, where can people find most, more? Mostly mostly because of me. Yeah, mostly because uh, of you. So where can people find more of the, the one thing keeping this podcast afloat? Uh, at that Sam Brown on uh, Instagram and... Sam Brown four twenty sixty nine on uh, Twitter. Nice. So yeah, double nice. Follow for follow. Follow for follow. <laughs> oh, so generous man. All right. Well, uh, follow check follow Game Boys Pod on Instagram, and uh, we're we're crushing it. That's I'll, all I have I'll to say. I'll keep doing the magic updates. I'm trying to get my hands on that switch thing so I can have someone else take a picture of me, so I don't try and take a selfie blind again because it didn't work last time. <laughs> um. So we try and get my hands on that and throw that on the on the old gram. But yeah, that's um that's where you can find us. Please check it out. Also, you can if you want leave a five star rating and a review, just like our good friend Jazzy Joe did. Yeah, um, who says? Oh, first of all, I just want to say we had another one that popped up and is now gone. I think it may have been taken down by iTunes censors, but I want it back because it was like eight paragraphs. Oh man, I bet it was about taking down the Apple Czars. I don't know, but I want that one up there because it was so good. I started reading it and then I stopped because I was like, I just want this for the pod. So whoever put that up, please do it again. Yeah, Um, and start the revolution in the comments. But Jazzy Joe 55 says... I can definitely tell these guys are game nerds, but they're also V funny. I am not a nerd, but I like funny people for sure. Subscribe because yeah, a good podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Jazzy Joe. Yeah. Thank you. Jazzy Joe. Do you know what something nerds say is I am not a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like, I like the very, very much clarifying that he's different than us. Um, and thusly better. Uh, last thing is it's the end of the party world wrestling Indiegogo. So please, uh, go to Mm -hmm. IGG dot, me slash at slash bash of the titans or go to facebook and search party world wrestling to see the videos and to donate there we have two shirts for the cycle they're both really dope so please check them out also i'm making cool art their videos look at them they're funny you'll like it um people who've been on the <laughs> podcast are in the videos it's crazy yeah. um so check- been, I, I watched the twitch stream it was tight hell yeah oh yeah the twitch stream is going dead for a couple weeks until the live show and then we're going back to life after that so march 9th you'll be twitch streaming again and then we'll be back again so that's it, and that's all. That is our episode. Thank you very much. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Sam Brown. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morden, and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Apex Legends. It's called a magazine. A clip is something that civvies put in their hair. 